So Taking Back Sunday is doing a, a 20-year uh, celebration tour, and they're okay. actually playing tonight, and then they play tomorrow night, too. Oh, yeah? So I actually got out of there a lot quicker than I was thinking, because I thought I was going to have to have the merchandise people like tear everything down. But since they're just back there tomorrow, they're just leaving it up, so they didn't take down shit. Oh, sweet. And there was this thing in the foundation room, which is like the uh, fancy, like, it's a members-only bar upstairs. And uh, he wow. originally asked for some security for that. But then uh, at the end of the, after I got everything in the uh, lobby cleaned up and everything, everyone left. It's like, hey, uh, do you need do you need security up there? He's like, I actually, I don't think so. I was like, oh, fuck yes. Because that place is bullshit. They tricked me the one time. They were like, hey, do you want to go cover foundation room? And I was like, uh, sure, why not? And I was stuck there until fucking like 3.30 a.m. I was like, fuck this place. This is awful. Damn. So thank God I did not have to cover that bullshit. Yeah, that's good. Huh. Foundation room, huh? So it's yeah. like all the rich... Is it, is it the bands or just like rich people? Every once in a blue moon, a band will have like a, a after party thing. Like I think Ace Freely, when he came, he did. Oh, okay. But most of the time it's like uh, there's like DJs and they just dance and... Oh. Drink. oh, weird. Tonight, though, like they're normally closed on Monday nights, but because there was a the Take It Back Sunday show, they had a special like emo night thing where they were just having a DJ play like shitty 90s alternative punk rock. Like the one song I heard was Green Day. So I was like, oh, this is very uncool. <laughs> yeah. The, the lady friend was going to that. So I had her come out and say, hey, before she left or before I left. Oh, nice. That's sweet of you. I know. Yeah. I was like, get over here now. I'm leaving. You're a good man. <laughs> Hurry the fuck up. I got po- to do a podcast. Yeah. Important shit going on. Plus, I have to shit. Hurry up. Yeah, come on. I got to shit and go to the other side then, of this and restaurant. Then, and then I switched my hat. Yeah. And then uh, the other girl, I was like, oh, uh, wait, I need my jacket now. And then I ran <laughs> to the other side again. Classic come back, sitcom, like, Dave. Oh, I forgot my jacket. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm gonna get my jacket and take a shit. It's like, aren't you wearing yeah, a different a hat? Shit. I'm always wearing a different hat, bitch. You know this. <laughs> I, I keep them. I keep them in my jacket. You you know me. But I need to guess. I yeah. have nine different hat, colored hats at all times. That's right. One for each uh, for each finger to leave one free. Yeah. To thumb. I don't know. Whatever it is. Thumb your yeah. asshole. Give a thumbs up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> About how cool my hat collection is. Right. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Wink. Weren't you wearing a hat with a C? Why are you now wearing a hat with a uh, racist Indian a racist caricature? Stereotype. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> uh, fuck. This dinner date is through. <laughs> I think it's going well. I think you did a good job. <laughs> yeah, I pulled it off. Yeah. Oh, I watched Righteous Gemstones the whole season. Finally. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Is it the greatest fucking thing? Since, it was really like, good. Eastbound and Down. It's yeah. fucking amazing. Since Vice Principals. It yeah, was really man. good. God damn it. It is so funny. Yeah, Keith I enjoyed is the it. Fucking best character. He is. <laughs> I love when he found that condom in the girl's room. That was great. <laughs> he picks it up. Yeah. God. It was like, okay, yeah. stop touching it. You know, Adam, put it down. Yeah, Adam, that's correct. I'm like, yeah, yeah, drop that. <laughs> yeah, that was great. <laughs> that guy was awesome. Yeah, he is. Fuck yeah. 
I love the very f- the finale after Adam like breaks his heart and he sends him away. Oh, and he goes in and he, they're like the baby. I forget what they say, but the baby's in like re rebirth or something. Something like that. Yeah, he he's being from a that, baby. Like, water pond. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck was going on there. I like he's wearing the leather suit with just his dick out. That was pretty good. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I own four of those suits. Yeah, I need some of my own as well. It's all the rage, yeah, it's style. Oh, fuck yeah. But yeah, definitely worth seeing, that show. Are you ready to uh, get this train on the tracks and uh, and go I'm into the next in. station? Yeah, let's all aboard it. Yeah, all aboard. Train whistle. Thank you. I was waiting for that. Welcome everyone to Giraffes at Black Tongues Comics. I'm your host, Dave. I'm your other host, Donnie. And we have a lot to talk about. Well, kind of, actually less than usual, but still, we got a good amount of things to talk about. Giraffe-tober continues. Oh, that's right. Let's hit that drop. Yeah, yeah. Giraffe-tober. Alright, we have a Walk Through Hell, Volume 1. There is Outcast Volume 7. Uh, we're going to talk about the series premiere of The Watchmen on HBO. And there will be a Walking Dead update. So that's what we're doing here today. So. Wait, why'd you say, why'd you say there was a little bit less than normal? That's exactly what we talk about well, every week almost. Andy at DCTV Podcast didn't post the oh, episode oh, yeah, yeah. about The Watchmen yet, so I don't have shit for that. It's what Andy's fault. Yeah, definitely fucking Andy. Please come on our show, Andy. Please come on our show. And actually, before we get into it, I want to encourage everybody to rate, review, and uh, subscribe to our show. And leave us voicemails. Leave us voicemails. At Donnie's home phone number. Yeah. You can, you can leave your voicemails there. They'll be on the thing. Yeah, send us an email so we can read some fucking emails. And uh, that's what we really to. want to do. Yeah, that's right. At Giraffes HBT Pod. Yeah, that's Twitter. Get on it. What do you want to talk about first? Um. Oh, okay. So you know what would be a really good date for your uh, two dates? A walk through hell. <laughs> yeah. Airport. I don't think that would be a good one. Well, you know, it's a Halloween themed date. It is October. Okay, I'll get. I will give you that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, this was A Walk Through Hell by Garth Ennis. This volume, they only used the word cunt one time, but it was a, yeah, it was a good I, one. I, I had the counter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just one cunt. But it was, it was all caps, bold letters, and uh, written quite largely. Exclamation points. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely shouted. It was good. It was a good use of the word cunt. But what did you think of A Walk Through Hell? So, honestly, at the very beginning, I was... I thought it was dragging so much. Like it, it took until I think volume four before I finally was like, okay, this is starting to like kick in. Now I'm starting oh. to dig it. But it, I don't know why, but for some reason, I really thought it started off really, really slow. I was really kind of struggling with it at first, but 
yeah, around like volume four, volume five, the last two issues, like it really got interesting for some reason. I had the uh, opposite experience, actually. Oh, really? I thought it was more interesting <laughs> up front. And then as I went on, I'm like, fucking get somewhere. Like, let's do something here. What are we doing? Stop showing flashbacks. There's too many fucking flashbacks. I got really, I was very intrigued at the beginning because we got, uh, what, in the first issue, there's a, a robbery in a mall and like somebody that, you know, mothers has a baby like on that baby harness on her chest and some robber like shoots the baby in the head and then the bullet goes through the baby and kills the mother too. That's fucking edgy, man. That well, edgy yeah, right that there. part was, that part wasn't boring, but I mean, like I thought, I thought that was going to lead into something, but it doesn't really. Surprisingly. Yeah. Like it just had a bunch of people arguing on Twitter or something for some reason. I don't really know what the point of that was. But the other cool thing was the uh, the SWAT team. They go into this like warehouse, which I guess just leads you to hell or whatever. But they go in and then immediately come out like horrified. And then they all like uh, get back in the SWAT truck or SWAT vehicle, whatever you call it. And then they like all uh, suicide each other in the head because of what they saw. That was fucking awesome. That was fucking metal. That was good. They understood what, what needed to be done of cops. It was like a back row of like a swap bus of like oh, yeah. eight cops. <laughs> Each one just points his gun at the guy directly across from his forehead. And then at the same time, they all pulled the triggers and just off one another. It was amazing. Yeah, that was a great scene. That was like, oh, shit. <laughs> okay. The two main characters, I'm forgetting their names now. There was a, hold on, let me find it. McGregor. Yeah, McGregor is the dude. And uh, fuck, what was the girl's name? I know Goss? it's on here. No, Go- no, Goss was, Goss. A, Goss was, was a guy. side character. He's, Shaw, yeah. Shaw, that was her name. I found it. Yeah, so Detective Shaw is like uh, hanging out with McGregor, and they're trying to like they they go into this room to or this warehouse to follow people, and that's where they get like stuck in hell, and they run into their other buddies or whatever who are just. Like one dude is just on his knees, like shooting himself in the head over and over again. Like his whole head is missing, but uh, he just yeah, keeps doing it. That guy, like Rudzik or Hudzig, Hun, Hunziger, I think it's something, some, some difficult he's, to pronounce name. Yeah. He's just stuck on his knees. Just, he magically has like an endless amount of clips in yeah. his gun, and he just keeps shooting himself in the side of the forehead. And so, like, each shot, like more and more chunks of the opposite yeah. side of his head are just like <laughs> falling off on the ground. Pretty metal. And it's on an endless loop. Yeah. Well, the dude, they can see in his eyes that he's still in there and he's still like living this out. But <laughs> that's right. Beyond crazy. Yeah, that was uh, interesting. Yeah, when they go into this room, they have no pulse or anything either. So they're just walking around with no heartbeat or anything like that. So I guess that's what hell's like. But uh, okay, so Shaw at one point talks about it, this. This also takes place on Christmas Eve, so maybe we should have saved this for it as a Christmas book. But um, you know, whatever, it's still horror. Uh, but Shaw was like, she mentioned at the beginning, like, "Oh, good, I can miss Christmas dinner now." And it's like, "Oh, I thought you liked it." And she's like, "Oh, my cousin's bringing that boyfriend of hers." And she says her cousin Daisy met her Wall Street boyfriend uh, during a rape. And I was wondering. That's all they say about it, but what does that mean exactly? What do you think that means? I don't know. Well, like, um, like she was the victim and he was the attacker. Like, is that what it? Uh, would you say you met during a, a rape? Would you say you met during a rape? If that was the case, though, 
Or was it like, were they, the two of them, like, watching a rape? Were they, like, attending they just, some oh, weird party? just watching it? I, I don't know. I have no idea. Like, what, what does that mean? During, um, During a rape. Yeah, because, like, if, if, if you were being raped, I'd say we met that time when you raped me. Yeah, exactly. Or assaulting me. Um, I wouldn't be so passive about it. To, like, like, I wouldn't use the, such passive phrasing if it were, like, w- with him to her, right? Like especially if the also, cousin wasn't happy about it. Were they both also like agents in the agency? Maybe it was like they got called to the scene of a crime of a rape. Oh, and that's their meat cute. <laughs> that's their meat cute. Okay. Like, oh, I think called like, me. Oh, they called me here. Oh, they called me here too. Wait a minute. I guess we'll work it together. Uh-huh. Okay, let's stop Look this for rape. Semen. Yeah. <laughs> Put the cum in a vial, I guess. Yeah, I thought that was a really weird line. Like I, I did not understand what she meant by that. Like that could take that could be taken a couple different ways. Yeah. <laughs> what else do we have here? Oh yeah, and like the the one dude who called called Shaw a cunt. He calls her a cunt, and then like slaps her really hard, which was a damn. No, he he straight oh, punched her in the fucking nose. That was closed fist. Oh shit. Yeah. Oh man. And then immediately after, he's like, "I can't believe I just punched a woman in the fucking face." Yeah. Oh my god. He's freaking right. out. Yeah, that was pretty good. So are we supposed are we supposed to believe that he was uh under the mind control of the uh devil guy when he did that then because he was so like appalled with himself? I guess so, but yeah. like what would you do if you were to punch a woman? You immediately gotta put on the act, right? I'd be like, Oh no. Oh my heavens, I didn't mean to do that. The devil took over Whoops. for that one. Didn't see you there. Oh sorry. You cunt. <laughs> I I thought that was that guy, your partner. Yeah. Whoops. Right. You got in the way. Oh, okay. It's your fault. You got in the way. You got. I'd blame her. Yeah, that's what I did. I was aiming for the wall, but then you stepped right in the way. Yeah, that's on you. That's your fault. I tripped and I fell into you with my fist. In the fucking face. Shit. Wow. Damn. I feel terrible. You gotta be more careful next time. <laughs> yeah. Immediately place the blame. So that I don't accidentally punch you anymore. <laughs> yeah, you were asking for it. <laughs> <laughs> What are we, the Batwoman podcast? <laughs> yeah, come on, man. This is victim blaming. Yeah. Who have we turned into? I know, right? <laughs> we're no better than Jess and that girl who hates dads. Jess is the girl who hates dads. Oh, uh, we're no better than Jess and that girl who hates Jess. That's right. <laughs> Her friend from the show, yeah. Right. They're colleagues. Colleagues from the show. Like we are, yeah. Okay. Right, yeah, exactly. Why, but it did take uh, Garthinus four issues to get to the word cunt, which is weird. Like, we went yeah, four issues really without... this time. Yeah, what the hell? Like, I was expecting it by page two, like, when he was shooting the baby in the face, I was expecting him yeah, to be like, cunt. fucking cunt baby, die. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's, he's really making us wait for it this time. Yeah. What a cunt. That's, that's cunt where the suspense man. comes in, in this book. That's where, yeah. That's why it's a horror book. Yeah. Is he going to say it? Know. Is he what not going to say, say it? it? What yeah. if they don't say it? Right. They also find like a dead kid torso at this one dude's house. Like their prime suspect is this weird, like, he's not a lawyer. No, he's not a lawyer. I, I forget what he is, but his name's Carnahan. The and devil? he's Yeah, he's basically just the devil, but he's, uh, he like fucks with people pretty good. So, yes. So he's had like 11 different partners who he makes help him, makes help, help him commit these like heinous murders of like children and women yeah and uh then he'll have them go and confess the entire crime to the police 
And then he just has the guy who is confessing to the uh, helping, like, shove his fist halfway down his own throat and kill himself <laughs> that way. Yeah, that was pretty brutal. Yeah, it was. Jesus. Fist in the throat. Yeah, I, I do just, I, I really hated how the story jumped around so much, because it was kind of hard to tell, like, when, when are things happening, because they did it so much, because they'll, like, be in, be in the... Sean McGregor will be in the hell thing, walking around, looking at uh, scary shit. Uh, then it just jumps back to like, oh, this happened like last week, or this happened like uh, two months ago, or whatever. I, 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 I feel like uh, it was too much. Yeah, yeah. I like how like the entire time they're in hell, though. Shaw is just, so Shaw is just doing these flashbacks on her own to like try to keep McGregor calm. Yeah, and uh, like. Uh, Callahan, or what was his name? Callahan? Carnahan. Carnahan. Yeah. Carnahan. He's there in hell and he's telling Shaw what to do and telling her to like ease uh, McGregor's mind and just keep telling him the story. So it doesn't ever like lead to anything in this collected volume, but yeah. I, I'm assuming at some point in time that is gonna pop off and result in something crazy happening. Hopefully, yeah. Probably not a fist down the throat to choke yourself with, but something insane, I'm guessing. Yeah, like a dick down the throat or something. If only. <laughs> right. This is hell. It's not heaven, man. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> That's true. In one of the flashbacks, it shows Shaw going to Carnahan's house and uh, at gunpoint <laughs> making him like write a confession. He's like, all right, I'll write a confession. And then he, she like gets it and just like immediately shoots him in the head with it. <laughs> <laughs> or, yeah, uh, with, that, the, with her, awesome. yeah, that was pretty good. That was a ice cold that move. I liked it. That's probably why he has them in hell right now and is tormenting them. I'm guessing. Right? Yeah, it's probably a little bit bitter about that shit. I think they mentioned something about uh, targeting the people who are investigating that his shit. I think that's why those cops are in there and like the SWAT team were able to just like walk out and then kill themselves. Yeah, like at the very end of this. The one dude, um, Goss, he's he's walking around terrified of like these hand monsters that are gonna grab him. Which is kinda weird. Yeah, his what his the thing fuck? is super weird. Yeah, like that's a that's, that's strange all they monster. Are. It's, it's just like shoulders with ha- arms and hands. Yeah. And like that's it. And he's like he's like and he's realizing he's in hell too. He's yeah. like, Oh no, all my worst nightmares are gonna come after me, and then that's what shows up. Like That's a weird that nightmare. Worst fucking nightmare. There's much the scarier things than you? hands. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Because it says he's like afraid of being grabbed. I feel like if you're afraid of being grabbed, you're afraid of being grabbed by like a monster or whatever. Like you're not afraid of the hand. You're afraid of like what's attached to the hand, aren't you? And now it's just I hands. Think. Yeah, I mean, that's how I would rationalize that. So, or maybe he's just a germaphobe and he's afraid of being touched. Maybe. Like that? Yeah, could be. Because he was like kind of a pussy, right? Is that, was that, that was his deal, I think. Like all the yeah, other cops he are like, started uh, out, he started having a heart attack, and oh, then yeah. uh, <laughs> Callahan, right. devil got Carnan shows up, and he's like, ah, 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 buddy, you don't get out that easily. Yeah. And then uh, next thing he knows, he wakes up to like showing them like saving his life. Yeah, I like how Carnan brings him back. It's like, no, the the hand monsters aren't done fucking with you. Yeah, you got to stay <laughs> so awake. You're for not that. getting out that easy. Come on. Overall, though, I do think that this is a this is an intriguing book. I was I'm interested in the story. I just kind of was uh, disenchanted by all the flashing back that they did, but I did enjoy it overall. How about you? 
Yeah, I mean, once I got to like, like I said, volume four, when it really started picking up for me, I, I was really bored with it to begin with, though. But yeah, uh, once it picked up, it, it got pretty good. I'm super interested in knowing what the fuck happens to him. Yeah, I'm wondering about more about that hell thing. Yeah, I wish we knew more about what exactly is going on with that place. But um, I guess you have to keep reading. Yeah, apparently this isn't an ongoing series or anything. I think it's just a 12-issue miniseries. Oh, really? Hmm. I think. I tried, to, I tried to, like, pull it up on Wikipedia, but it doesn't actually have a page, but it just listed under Garth Ennis's, uh bibliography on there. It said it's only 1 through 12. Okay. I think there wasn't quite 12 on the website yet, but maybe it's... Yeah, oh, it's so maybe coming. it's maybe it's a maybe it's a new one. It's ongoing now, then. It, yeah, it is a brand new one. Like the this trade paperback just came out, um, uh, like a week ago. Oh, okay. So yeah, it's okay. pretty brand That's new. Why, then. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, do you have anything else about this one? I mean, yeah, it's probably worth checking out. It's interesting. I'm I'm very interested in knowing like what the hell is going to happen to everyone. So yeah, yeah I'd recommend it. All right. You want to hear some reviews? Sure. Read some fucking reviews, you cuck! Yeah. Alright. Okay, so this one is four stars. It's called A Character Study Under Extreme Stress. And then it goes, If you are looking for the typical Garth Ennis explicit wordplay and a bit of the old ultraviolence, you'll be disappointed. <laughs> If that is only what you are looking for. So, yeah, a little disappointed as we talked about. That's why I was so disappointed at first, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because it didn't just open up with, like, cunt, 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 cunt. Yeah, come on. Just start saying cunt constantly. All right, and then it continues. Two L.A. detectives end up in a warehouse in Long Beach on Christmas Eve. It is a horrific environment. While there, they replay the events of the last two years that led up to this. Much is revealed about them, their work, and the consequences of their actions. Thoughtful. All right. Uh, okay, here's another one that is two stars. Oh, shit. And this is a rare miss. Garth Ennis has been so consistently fantastic, I'm a little nervous I may be grading an okay book too harshly just out of having my initial expectations too high. But this one just didn't do a thing for me. There is a muddled feeling here, a little political, a little moral, a little horror, but no real narrative focus, and the story suffers for it. I also found the staggered sequencing a distraction here, with the flashbacks taking away from the drama instead of adding to it. Maybe the next book will put it together, but as of now, meh. You could have just said meh if you're, you're going to use meh. Wait. So because he used the word meh to describe it at the end, he should have just had that be his whole review, you're saying? Yeah, because I feel like he, whatever he says, it's, he's now uh, destroyed his credibility by saying meh at the end. You might as well just say one, one fucking word, three letters, if you're going to use it that way. But what yeah. do I know? I'm just grammar Hitler here. Apparently I'm you're also, Hitler, yeah. yeah, I'm a English Hitler, I guess. What's wrong with meh? That's a word. It's a stupid word. I, don't, I just don't like it. It's lazy. It's very lazy. Eh. I disagree. Well, meh. Meh. All right. I don't know about that. All right. Speaking of meh, 
let's go to Outcast Volume Seven. You mu- <laughs> fuck you. I'm just kidding. It wasn't that bad. You cunt. All right, but good transition. Okay, so Excuse Outcast me. Volume Seven: The Darkness Grows. What did you think about uh, this book? I loved it. Outcast is awesome. Everyone should be reading it. Everyone should watch the two seasons of the show and then demand that Cinemax bring that shit back. <laughs> Fucking awesome. All right. Best, the best work Kirkman has ever done. Really? What about The Walking Fuck Dead yeah. TV show? Infinitely better. Whoa. I thought that this book was uh, okay. I, don't, I, I didn't think it was like amazing, but I did think it was fine. I didn't hate it. What's up with the electricity powers again? I, I forget what the deal is with that. So the outcasts, as there's more and more of them together, their power grows stronger and stronger. Mm-hmm. And so we read the last book, right? You read yeah. that one too? Yeah. Or did I read that on my own? I read it. Okay. So randomly, Kyle Barnes, because they had Daphne, his dad, Simon, his daughter, Amber, all living in that same house together with him. His power grew that much uh, stronger. And so randomly, he was able to like just bust out this like Super Saiyan-esque like, yeah. Raiden fucking lightning bolt crap. <laughs> and now, because they have even more outcasts that came from Seattle and from the, uh, the nursing home, or wherever the fuck the demon people were keeping them, he's that much stronger. So he and Amber, because... This entire time, we've been led to believe that, like, Kyle is the outcast. He's the strongest of them all. Yeah. But I'm thinking now, because the ending of this, I'm thinking Amber is the actual one. Yeah, I guess so. She has that rainbow goo. So, all right, so we're jumping ahead. But, like, at the very end of this, there's randomly a couple people in, like, uh, Reverend Anderson's camp who keep ending up getting repossessed somehow, even though they've all been, like, sequestered from everyone else in the town. But still, randomly, they're like still getting infected. And Kyle has to come out to the church area and fight them off and like heal them. At the very end of it, somehow, the entire camp just gets infested. And Kyle is like, holy shit, is this what the murder is? This is weird. Because everyone is freaking out and everyone is possessed. And so, the outcasts that we have in the house Kyle, Simon, Amber, and Daphne. And then, like, all the ones that have been making the trip that we saw at the very end of last book from uh, Seattle, who saw it on TV, they all made it there now. And there's uh, two brothers who were also just randomly introduced in this book that would happen to be in town as well, because they all felt Kyle's power and they all saw it on TV. So, while they're all doing that battle, Kyle, because there's too many of them, it's the entire camp versus, like, eight or nine people, however many they have. Yeah. So Kyle is just magically doing that sparkling radiant power thing to everyone, but he, some of them are somehow missing, and it's not hitting everyone at once, so it drains him, and then just out of nowhere, Amber shows up from the house, and she hits everyone with like an even stronger, like a one, a lightning bolt current that doesn't miss anyone, and it just fucking destroys everyone, outcasts yeah. and possessed people. S- Super Saiyan then, 2 like, is what it is. Yeah, she's like the blue-haired Super Saiyan shit. Oh, that's Super Saiyan Whatever God. that one is. Super Saiyan yeah, God. Yeah, she's that, she's that shit. And <laughs> then, yeah. like, because it drains you when you use those powers, so she passes out, but she, her, her mom, Allison, touches her hand, and then the book ends with Allison looking at her hand because she's got the sparks going on in her hand. So we're not sure if maybe, like, Amber is the ultimate outcast and was somehow able to even, like, pass the power on to a non-outcast. 
that's kind of like what it looks like happened looks like she's getting possessed by like a angel or something maybe that's like the opposite of the demons or something like that because it's all like uh sparkly and rainbow colored so that seems very uh angelic to me oh i mean that's what the outcasts are aren't they uh, I don't know. I if guess those so. guys are demons. They're their opposites. I thought they were more like, like angels. Well, I guess, but I was thinking they were more like that priest from The Exorcist. An angel? Is that yeah, what he is? See, yeah, he's an angel. <laughs> oh, <okay>. I guess. <laughs> that makes sense. Okay. okay. Have you seen that movie? Forever ago. Yeah, it's been a long time for me too. But I'm pretty sure he was an angel. I assume he was glowing <laughs> and sparkling and whatnot. Right. As as I recall, yeah, yeah, he had uh, the the rainbow goo hands or whatever. Yeah, look like Carolina Dean from uh, the Runaways. <laughs> yeah. The other thing that happens is Kyle's dad comes back into the picture. His bad dad, who uh, left him when he was a child. Um, and we all have bad dads, so we all understand. Yeah, yeah. Jess would love this book. I know. Yeah, the fathers are so volume? terrible. Oh yeah. No, because. It was like a it was like a flashback of uh, Simon. Yeah, and like he he ran away. He finally got away from like all the like demons and shit. And he thought he could finally start his life. And so it shows him like meeting. Uh, I forget the mom's name, but it shows him like meeting her, Sarah. It shows okay. him meeting her and like dating her, and then like she announces she's pregnant, and they get married, and they have Kyle. And then randomly one night he stops at a drugstore to buy a toy for Kyle. And then the demons find him. They're like, oh, you thought you could live a normal life? Look out, Simon, here we are. Right. And then he just has to abandon Kyle. <laughs> so, yeah, he's a bad dad. He comes back years later with a, with a, with a beard that has some gray awesome in it. beard. Yeah, he's got some yeah, gray beard hair. He does he, well on Tinder. He could, old, he could old man Logan the shit out of Tinder, too. Yeah, he could. Um, but I also like that he was training Kyle, like telling him to like punch and he's just like saying, oh, you have to hit harder. I could definitely be a trainer, dude. It's like, yeah, hit it harder. Lift uh, heavier weights than that. I'd be a really good trainer. <laughs> I could definitely do it. <laughs> you would train such an army of outcasts. It'd be I amazing. would. Yeah, it'd be great outcasts. Like, yeah, harder. Just do it harder. Come on. Harder than that. We also had, a, I just wrote the name Roland Tusk because uh, I think that's such a cool name. That, uh, a badass villain. name. Yeah, he, he really it's lucked out with that Raymond name. Tusk, though, from House of Cards. That's what it always makes oh, really? me think of. Oh, I haven't watched that show. I haven't watched that show in forever, but... Yeah. That was the old guy who used to be on Major Dad. Okay. Yeah, because Roland had failed, and it was on TV, and it caused the demon people to be brought into, like, the world's view. He's been replaced as the leader now of this like demon revolution or whatever the fuck they're doing. Yeah. By this lady named Angelica. Which uh what's what's her deal? Why is everyone afraid of her? I assume because she's one of the highest ranking demons or most powerful demons. Cause yeah, they are all terrified of pissing her off. Yeah, they are. And uh we found out Roland's wife, like I don't know how she's being she got sick from the possession somehow. Like she's dying, it seems, even though she's like possessed. Yeah, I don't. So I don't know. I don't get how that. the fuck that happened. Because they want the possession, right? Yeah, they want the possession. They want the merger so that, that will somehow like bring the darkness. So they can all like survive in it. Huh. 
So I, I don't know if maybe like when she was first turned, if someone like an outcast tried to cleanse her and turn her back into a normal person. Mm. Because there's a, there's a brief window that they can do that and uh, they'll, they'll just turn back into a normal person. But if they've been uh, possessed too long, then they'll just turn catatonic like Kyle's mom is. Oh, okay. So so I don't know if something happened to her when she first got turned and, and that's somehow killing her. Or maybe like her human body had like cancer or something or was dying and, and it got possessed thinking like the, the merger would happen before the disease, the real disease took play, took its toll. I don't know. But but that is like a curious little like side story to this because now Roland's like trying even harder than he was before to like get this merger to go. Right. And Giles, our dude, has turned uh turned switched sides. He's turned his back on like Kyle and the, the barn and the farm and the uh, church and all of them. Oh yeah. He's working for uh the demons now because they still have his wife Rose. Oh, is that so what it is? He, he explains that he'll do anything to like get her back and make sure she's safe. So he's he's betraying Kyle. Damn, what a dick. Yeah. There's another uh, bad dad in this too. I wasn't sure what his deal was, but he was uh, telling the kid, oh, no more scary stuff or whatever. And then he gives another guy a look like, oh yeah, there's definitely more scary stuff. Yeah, definitely a oh. lot of bad dads in here. No, no, that guy's a good dad. That's more. Why? That's uh. But he he had that, the that he weird... had the bad guy look. He's not a good dad. He's got to be a bad dad. No, because he didn't want that weird guy having his daughter sit on his lap while he was telling her stories. That dude is uh, the Reverend's son, who they like just met last book. Oh, so he was just getting her to fuck away from him because he's a good dad and he doesn't want his daughter molested or potentially injured or harmed by a guy who they don't fucking know anything about. Hmm. Good dad doesn't seem to go together well, though. I mean, he is in a wheelchair, so I guess that makes him bad. <laughs> run over to save her. Yeah, I guess that's nitpicky. true. If he has, if there's stairs to go up, he's fucked. That's right. Yeah. Okay. I gotcha. The last note I had was, uh, the one dude who got possessed, his name was Logan. And I like how he was acting like a Wolverine when he was attacking, uh, the Reverend there. So nice, nice reference. Sure. Um, and that's all I had. Do you have anything else? Uh, no. All right. So awesome series. Everyone should be reading this. Tweet us your thoughts at GiraffesHBTPod. Yeah. Is Tell it... Cinemax to bring back season three. So is this book on hiatus now? Because I noticed that they, that, like, that was the last issue that was out. Right? No, this one, this is the newest collective volume that just came out, I think. But does that come out? Last usually usually that comes out a couple months later, doesn't it? And then they still keep it going and they just collect them and then put it out a few months later. They don't usually put it out at the same time as the last issue, do they? Yeah, there there should still be monthly issues coming out. Unless and I I never heard anything about him taking a break on it. Unless, All right, I just thought it was weird that that's. Did, I don't know. I just thought it was weird that that's where it stopped on the website. Normally, it kind of keeps going. Yeah, like that. Uh, a walk through hell. Like it's still, you know, going. But they are collected volume just came out like couple like last week. Yeah, but some of those. Some of those books, it seems like they only do the collected volumes and not the full monthly issues, I thought. Really? Don't they do that sometimes? I, I don't, don't know. know. I'm making this up. That'd be weird if they did that, though, wouldn't it? 
I mean, it'd be weird for newer books that are still go ongoing now. Not so much for like older books that they have a tougher time like getting. Like those I could see maybe. All right, yeah, never mind. I'm just making that shit up. <laughs> never mind. All right. I don't know. All right, let's make up more things. <laughs> Outcast season three premieres next Friday. Oh, shit. Let's watch that no, next know. week for our... Uh, we'll watch it next week. Watch the season premiere of season three. I was going to talk to you about next week because it's not a comic book show, but the final season of Silicon Valley does start Sunday. Oh, really? Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. That is not a comic book show, though. Do they it's read... It's an awesome show. Do they, yeah, it is an awesome show. Do they read comic books in the show? In their downtime, probably. Oh, okay. Not on screen. All right. Not on the show, no. Do they have any posters about comic books? Then it's a comic book show. All right, anyway, you want to hear some reviews? Yes. All right. Read some fucking reviews, you cuck! All right, this one is four stars. Not what I was expecting, but good. I believe Kirkman said this was going to be a seven-volume series, and it's not which is good, because there is a lot that needs to be resolved story-wise with the characters. So maybe he originally planned on it just being seven, and now he's continuing on with it? So mm. maybe just take a little break? I don't know. Could, could be it. I'm not sure. But yeah. Honestly, I want this to be fleshed out. So if it goes on for another two or three volumes, I'm fine with it, as long as it makes sense. So what do you think? Does it make sense? Or else that was the finale. It was just... Oh. It ends on that weird ass cliffhanger with yep. uh, the mom yeah. maybe being possessed or whatever. By That's the it. That's it. See you uh, next yep. time. I'm job well done. Paychecks. Maybe the uh, the next book will be a flash forward, and now Amber is an adult and riding horses in the town. That's hope. That's and then somebody's riding around with a uh, demon circus or something. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, gets in trouble for killing yeah. the one of the demons. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hopefully, that's what he does. God, that'd be he's fucking great. Go well, yeah, that'd, that'd be, be amazing. Awesome. I really want this book to happen now. Just ends all of his books the exact same way. <laughs> that'd be, so that'd be great. Cool. Invincible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mark is old man. Mark now. Yeah. Got in trouble for killing a villain. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, I, I don't care about that. There's another one that's three stars, but it's not that funny, so I don't need to read it. it. says, it's a solid volume, although the magic feels in increasingly short supply. So what did you, I'll just read the title of that one. What do you think about the magic? Do you still feel the magic? Yeah, I feel the magic. We have yeah. even more magic now. It passed on to the mom. I mean. Okay. She wasn't magical before. Yeah, I guess there is literal magic in these, so that's cool. All right, anyway, so that's that's it for Outcast then, for now, I guess. But uh, let's move on. You know, speaking of TV shows, uh, we watched The Watchmen. That's who watches The Watchmen. Let's hit that drop. Fuck! These comic book shows! All right. Boom, nailed it. Yeah, nailed it. What did you think about The Watchmen? I liked it. Like, I I've read the original The Watchmen book by Alan Moore. I never read either of the other two things, the uh, before Watchmen series or the one, the Doomsday Clock, where they introduced him to like the DC Universe one. And I, I, I read on Wikipedia, I think this one is supposed to be based off of the newest one that just came out last year, where they're like introducing him to the DC Universe. 
Okay. Uh, the, I forget what that was called. No, uh, Doomsday Clock. So I think it's based s- sort of off of that. Isn't that the one where they meet Batman or some shit? Yeah, it's the one where they become a part of the regular DC really? universe, I guess. So we're going to see Batman. Oh, shit. So, yeah, probably. Who's going to play the Joker, do you think? And Jared Leto better. <laughs> Joaquin Phoenix is going to play Joaquin the Joker. Phoenix Joker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, this is this show is created for TV by that Damon Littledorf guy, the guy who made, like, Heroes Lost in the Leftovers. Oh, Oh That's shit, cool. really? Okay. Nice. Hell yeah. See, I, I love the very opening scene of this show. Well, not the very opening. Like the very opening is like a flashback of like some sort of like racial tension boiling over and like they're trying to kill African Americans for some reason. But the next shot after like the opening intro, yeah. There's a cop who pulls over a, a traffic stop and he gets shot up like crazy amounts of uh bullets right right to his chest oh yeah that was pretty good by the guy with the rorschach mask or whatever i don't yeah i don't understand and i very much do not like that the rorschach is now basically like the kkk of this world yeah why the fuck is that rorschach was an awesome character like the symbol of racist hate I i was uh watching this with uh with Jessica, and they mentioned the race traders thing. She's like, "What's a race trader?" I'm like, "You are, you're a race trader." <laughs> <laughs> we were both white race traders. I yeah, I thought that was really weird, but I mean, Rorschach was kind of a huge like. A, so I also downloaded the movie again, and I watched like half the movie. It's too fucking long to watch in one sitting. I watched some of that movie last night, and Rorschach's a fucking huge asshole. And he's always like talking about how, uh, he, like, if, if you do something that's like a biblical sin, they'll basically hate you. Um, so, for example, he's like, hmm, uh, Ozymandias might be, might be gay, gotta do more research. He might be a homosexual. So, that, that piece of shit. Oh, really? Like, yeah. So, so he's, he's like, he actively hates all kinds of things like that. So, I think it's not too far off not having gone mm-hmm. back to that movie. Like, I think you might, he doesn't seem to be racist in the movie, but it seems like he has a problem just, with everything just, uh... else. I could see it being extrapolated oh, to that level, yeah. <laughs> it's, I, it's like how how uh, Hitler didn't do that much wrong, but uh, people just blew it up to uh, the biggest um, thing. All right, sorry, I'm just going to stop there. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> you cut yourself out on that one. Yeah. <laughs> that was, I don't know where you were trying to go on that one, Yeah, that was I not think, a good... Didn't think it out that much. <laughs> but it's a joke. Uh, put a, yeah, put a, I'm gonna put a satire tag on that right here. Satire, uh-huh. Uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> a new drop of just laughing, nervous, nervous laughing. Uh-huh. My my collar is stretched out now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I like I like that uh, in this world though, the cops are so hated and so like hunted down. Yeah, I really like that. that. They all have to develop like a fake story for their fake lives. To cover the fact that they are police officers. Yeah, like, that's great. That, that's the that's the dream. That's the world we all want, right? Yeah. Yeah, I like how they all wear those uh, stupid yellow scarves so you can't see their face. That's great. Yeah. Good. FTP. That's right. This is like my dream world, this world. Yeah. Maybe maybe not all the, like, hate crime Rorschaching, but uh, the, the whole 
cop killing. Like, yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you you would love the world with uh, no race traitors and no uh, whores and no... Yeah, I think they don't like whores either. Rorschach definitely doesn't like whores in the movie. He says that a lot of times. Oh, what a dick. Yeah, he's a real party pooper. He's not, not that I'm cool. I'm glad he's dead yeah. in this world. Yeah. The only character that's alive from the like original Watchmen is Ozzy Medius. That was who uh, Jeremy Irons, the older guy in that one room with the clock. That's who that was. Oh, really? Okay. I didn't realize that was him. Yeah, he's just like in the in that room being a fucking weirdo. Okay, that makes sense now. And um, you'll love the later episode. She wasn't in this episode, but she is listed on like the cast in the mm-hmm. opening credits. Uh, the lady from Legion. Oh. Like, uh, Jermaine, Jermaine from Flight of the Concord's wife, that lady. Oh, okay. Originally Good. brought him to the place. Good. I'm glad. Yeah. I assume she's playing the same character here. Yeah, yeah. Gotta go to the astral plane. Yeah. But they had a shot of uh, Dr. Manhattan on, the, on Mars, though, building like a building out of Mars dust. So wait, did Dr. Manhattan die in the movie or in the book? He didn't die, did he? He would still be alive. I don't think he I don't can think die. He dies. He he sacrifices the world, or he kills someone else to save the world. I don't. Yeah, I think I he just exiles himself, forever. doesn't he? Well, okay. I, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'm gonna watch it probably the rest of it later tonight, and then I'll know. But uh, oh wait, no, no. I remember who uh, your girl plays. Who? She plays uh, the 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 girl from the movie Silk Spectre, but she's an older lady now. Oh, okay. What is that her name? Silk. Fuck. Yeah, um, yeah, it is. That's the one who got raped by uh, Negan, right? But it was okay. Negan? No, <laughs> Negan, Negan was the comedian. Yeah, yeah. Did he rape? I don't remember. I th- yeah, he, he did. He's definitely raping. Oh, yeah, yeah. Shooting pregnant but ladies. Banged <laughs> the night, night Owl by choice. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't. Okay, well, yeah, no, that was, her, that. that was her daughter that banged the Night Owl by choice. Uh, she also banged the blue guy, or uh, Dr. Manhattan. Dr. Manhattan. And that's why he exiles himself, right? He like splits, makes copies of himself and like gangbangs her or tries to. Do you remember that part? No, I don't oh. remember 98% of this movie. Yeah, he like does that. And then also he's like in his lab working like another copy of himself. So that's pretty good. Isn't that why he leaves and goes to Mars? Yeah, that's why. He's in love with her, but she was like married or dating Night Owl or something. No, and she was his friend. No, they were I think they were married or they were dating or something and then um he was like growing distant and uh she didn't like that and like she's the one who left him and he doesn't seem to care that much. He's just like, yeah, whatever, you uh, know, that's that's the way it's going to go in the future, so fuck it. Yeah, it's weird. My uh my favorite character so far on this show has to be that looking glass guy. Yeah, that was cool. The mirror mask. That dude asked the hard-hitting questions. Like, <laughs> if I defecated on the American flag, how would that make you feel? Say funny. <laughs> I mean, I'd be cool with that. Yeah, fine, whatever. Feel nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I did enjoy that. He's like, uh, have you ever associated with the KKK or worked for or whatever they call themselves? I forgot what it was now. Rorschach, the seventh... Seventh Son or something? I don't know. Something like that. Oh, well, okay, so in this world, how'd you feel about the weather? That was awesome. 
Like at the first Squid I thought it was just like a plague of lotus or yeah, something, but too. yeah, it's just squids like raining down. Yeah. I like the little warning call that they give out first though. Yeah, like pull over, chill out. With some squid rain. But yeah, that was the ending of the comic book was like a giant squid or something from another like an interdimensional squid that they used to uh I forget what his end game was in that fucking book. But it was kinda fun. Just shoot his load continuously into the world. Have it rain down on the humans. Is that what it was? <laughs> I mean, well, I'm because assuming. in the what book it was like now? it was like a giant squid. It was like one giant one. It wasn't like tiny squid rains, but now it's tiny squid rains, and uh, not just a giant. I don't know. Yeah, this it's a that's a weird book in that way with the with the like the squid thing is like really. I think they changed it in the movie. I think they just made it like, oh, nuclear missiles now. But but again, I didn't finish it before I did that. But you kind of have to change that if you're going to make a movie because it's like too stupid. No way. <laughs> it's like too high concept. You just get to the movie and be like, like especially in 2009, you know, 10, 10 <laughs> yeah. years ago, I think. I think now people would be fine with it because of all the Marvel shit that came uh, since then. But I think at this at that point that would not have tested well. They'd be like, "What the fuck is a squid? What the hell is this? Where'd that come be from?" Even better if there was zero explanation for it. Too. <laughs> yeah. It just shows up out of nowhere. There's a squid. Like there's no there's no uh, juxtaposition between the characters, like explaining like what it is yeah. or like why they should fear it. <laughs> yeah, it just shows up and they all freak out. Right. And it's like, okay, movie over. Uh, all right. Now that's how you build to a sequel. That's the cliffhanger, right? Yeah, I think this is a it's it's an interesting world that they've built in this show that I I think I'm interested in in continuing to watch this show. How about you? Are you going to keep watching? Yeah, I'm. I'm definitely it's piqued my interest. Yeah, it seems cool. I thought they were just going to do the Watchmen story all over again. I didn't. I didn't like do any sort of research about this show before i watched it so i thought we were just going to see the same stuff that we saw in the original book but i guess not which i guess is fine that's better probably we've yeah, already seen it, it it is cool that it's a, a different version of the story yeah so this this would take place after the events of the original story right like is that am i correct in understanding that yeah like the original story came out in the 80s yeah and then end of the 90s or like early 2000s they released like a uh, bullshit prequel that alan moore had nothing to do with oh. before watchmen and then before, this one whoa, i think is the one that, title. that came out last year <laughs> that title what the fuck the before watchmen yeah damn yeah maybe we should uh get into that doomsday clock thing i wanted i had very a lot of interest in it I, it's just every time i would search for it on like amazon it wasn't out in like uh, collected volumes yet. Oh, really? Because I was looking for it as they were releasing them, and I didn't realize that it had just like released last year. Okay. So it's probably out by now, I would think. Yeah, we should uh, get into that after Giraffe Tober here, which uh, we have like one more week of Giraffe Tober. The next, the Friday after that is on November first, so that's kind of a shitty timing. So I don't know if we want to do more horror books for that because it's pretty close, like you know, midnight on Halloween. It would be releasing. Yeah, we could stretch it. I mean, I think so. Giraffe Vember, I have a drop for that, so why not? Play it now. Uh, here, here it is. Giraffe 
November. Wait, is that the shitty like firework one? No, it's the uh, awesome firework one, and the ET. Hmm. <laughs> your your favorite things, ET and fireworks. Yeah. Yeah. I fucking love ET and Wolverine and the Punisher. Yeah. John, John Bernthal, yeah. Punisher, not the Thomas Jane one. Um, I I did get that uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance DLC. And I've been playing as the Punisher. The Punisher is uh, now my highest level character because I gave him all the XP cubes or whatever the fuck. So yeah, it's great to have why, the Punisher. Why would you waste him on the Punisher instead of like a... <laughs> a no, but like a character awesome. who has like a healing power to like heal your team so you don't have to like go and find medical med kits or whatever. No, red orbs. I, it, who's a healer? I don't think there is a healer. Is an Iron Fist in the game? He is. Like in, in Ultimate Alliance 2, he had that power where he could just heal the team. Oh, really? Hmm. Yeah. I don't think I used I him long someone, enough. I thought there was someone else who, ha- who made no sense. It was like either Gene or Sue Storm, one of them for some reason, but I can't remember. Oh, yeah. I don't know. But no, I mean, the Punisher... Yeah, Iron Fist would just use his chi to like heal the team somehow. Yeah, probably. Yeah, but the Punisher is is great though. He has all the guns. He has he has a really great uh, sniper move, which is awesome for like long range. It's really good. He doesn't look like John Bernthal, but uh, I can. Uh, he's still cool. Does he look like Thomas Jane or Ray Stevenson, the good Punishers? He, he probably looks more like them than John Bernthal. Yes. Awesome. Then I guess he is cool. Yeah. Then they had Blade, who, and they have a uh, Moon Knight and. Uh, Who's the other one? Morbius. Why the fuck would you not heal the fuck up out of Moon Knight, man? That's the guy to go with. He's cool, but like, I, I just, I, he's fucking he awesome. He didn't fit into my team as well. So, and I want the Punisher on there. He could be a team by himself. He's schizophrenic. <laughs> yeah, he could do that. He's their Batman. Well, okay, so he's just some guy. I mean, we'll find like, out in the Moon Knight show when it comes out. Guys. Okay. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. There hasn't been a trailer for us to break down yet. Yeah, we'll have a three-hour episode, and that one finally drops. That's right. You're on our Marvel TV podcast network. Right. So, do you want to watch any TV shows for next week, or what do you think? Do you have anything in mind? Um, There's nothing new I can think of. Well, the only thing I can think of is Stumptown. Oh. Do you want to try watching that? Go ahead and watch that. I watched the I watched the uh, premiere. Okay, I'll check I it out. Watch it already. So maybe we can talk about it next week. Okay. All right, we'll do that for next week. Speaking of shows, we'll watch for next week. Uh, we'll also I'll also watch the Walking Dead. So, but I have uh, this week's episode now. So let's hear that drop. The Walking Dead update. All right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> This week on The Walking Dead, they kind of, I like how they started it because what they're doing is they had everybody staying up for like two days. So the whole episode, everybody's like very tired and shit. So like at the beginning of the episode, they kept showing these title cards like, oh, it's 6 a.m., hour one. And then they keep doing that, like hour 50, whatever. And um, every time they would show a, cu- a title card, they're fighting a bunch of zombies. There's like waves and waves of zombies coming for whatever reason. It's apparently not the whispers like they originally thought, but I I don't know. I think it was, I think it just had to do with the uh, satellite. Like all the zombies just kept coming because of the noisy ass satellite. 
So they were up for like two days killing zombies the whole time, or walkers rather. So they're all like very tired. But they keep showing these title cards. And when they show the title cards, they would play like that Law and Order sound. Do you, do you know that sound? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that dawn. Yeah, like that. <laughs> it was so weird. It's, it's very out of place. So they, they, why are they doing such weird shit with title cards now? It's fucking, I guess it's cool. Why are, they, why are they playing the sexual assault music? I don't know. It's definitely weird. Also, I thought, it was, interestingly, Carol is using an alarm clock. So I guess they have alarm clocks now. I thought that was kind of weird, but maybe they've uh, hmm. come a long way. They sure have. Yeah. What else? Oh, yeah. And Aaron has like his prosthetic hand and um, he like twists off the hand part. And then he like just takes this like a mace, like a ball with like spikes on it, you know, Fuck and like, yes. like twist it on. And yeah, that's how he's that's killing the greatest zombies. Medieval weapon of all time. Yeah, it is. It really is. Which is cool. But like, goddamn, how'd you make that shit? What the fuck? <laughs> I guess Eugene can do it when he's in between cuckolding sessions. No way. It's the, do they have, not have the blacksmith guy from the uh, hilltop in the... Oh, yeah. Thing? I guess they do. Yeah. All right. And then Carol is popping, like, stay awake pills. And I guess she's been doing it, like, Where more did she find speed? I don't know. She just had it. She kept, she like... doing bumps? Is she just doing bumps of coke? <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> no, she's just, like, popping these pills. Like, she takes out, like, the prescription bottle. You know, that orange, like cylindrical bottle and like just pops a pill and like oh, she just has yeah some, like adderall or something at a, a pharmacy that she rated yeah awesome everybody's like concerned about her drug addiction and everything <laughs> they keep like asking her about I it i can't wait for the uh na episode next week oh yeah i know or they have an intervention for her. she keeps talking about like oh i just uh i did it because of the boat it's because of the boat i started doing it it's just like a cup of coffee all right <laughs> Keeps me awake. It's great. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. But yeah, then she has all these like weird dreams or maybe not dreams. Um, so like just weird shit would happen with her and you can't really tell like which things are real or not. And she keeps seeing like Carl two in the uh, hallucinations. So we got our grand return of Carl two. You'll be excited to know. Yay. Yeah. Oh yeah. And you, uh, Rosita tells, you know, Eugene, after they're done fighting the zombies, Eugene's like, oh, I got to, lo- you know, look after you because I uh, got to be a man. And she's like, no, we're never going to be together. And then Eugene like storms off. So he's he was hurt about that. Oh, man. Yeah. Poor Eugene. And that was it. Like Carol in her uh, drug stupor uh, accidentally shoots one of the whisperer guys, one of the whisperer people in like the where somewhere they were hold, hold up, um, which they're not supposed to do, I guess, or there will be a war with the. Uh, whispers because they actually met with the whispers again and alpha tells him like oh you came to my side so i'm uh i'm i'm extending the border so you can't you know you you know we're we're gonna push you in a little more um so that's like what they're doing and uh i guess since carol killed this uh person which she's not even sure if she did or not i guess that's gonna mean Wait, that it's gonna be the war so their rule is like Hey, we know you guys shoot all these uh zombies all the time and shit but we're still gonna keep dressing up as the zombies and if you accidentally shoot one of us, we're going to fucking kill you. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it's weird. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I guess, yeah. I, I don't really know what, what the Alpha? end game you was. You keep your people in line, then. Yeah, Alpha's an asshole. It's most certainly going to get fucked over at some point here. All right, so that's what's going on there. So it's fun to see drug addiction uh, making a return in the zombie apocalypse. That's good. Finally. Yeah, finally. Not since Merle. Right, yeah. Oh, fuck. 
But he was like, that was like the first, you know, when it first happened, you're, you're still going to have drug addictions. But now it's been like, uh, I don't know how many years. It, it's had to have been at least 30. like, yeah, it's been like at least 10 years in this show because they had flashbacks of Lydia as a small child. Where, whereas now she's like teenage. So I, I'm guessing it's like anywhere from like six like to 10 years. 12 now, isn't she? Didn't you say Judith is like 12? She's like eight. During the zombie apocalypse? Yeah, she's, she, oh yeah, I guess you're right. No, she's got to be like seven or eight or something. So yeah, it's been like several years now. Pretty long time. Fun show, I guess. I think the season's better than last season. It's a little less ridiculous. Yeah, I What's don't know. What's Negan been up to? Oh, Negan was hanging out with Aaron this episode. Aaron was saying something about, oh, yeah, your wife died hating you or something. And it looked like Negan was going to get pissed off. But, like, Aaron kills a zombie that's covered in some sort of flower. And the blood drips in his eyes and, like, the flower pollen makes him uh, temporarily blind. They did that before with the priest guy. What's his name? Gabriel. And now they're just doing it again. But with Aaron, like, stumbling around. And then Negan ends up helping him. He's like, all right, let's uh, just rest here. I'll keep watch in this house or whatever. And so he has to, like, trust Negan for that. Hmm. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, it is. So at some point, I'm sure Negan will go kill Alpha, which will be good. But we'll see. So that's it for The Walking Dead. There's your Walking Dead update. Do you have anything else you want to talk about today? Not really. Do you? Not really. Playing that Val Ferris more. That game's pretty awesome. It's like that Metal Contra side-scroller game. It's cool. But, uh, yeah, that's about it. What do you want to read for next week, then? Die. Whoa. <laughs> okay. By the dude who wrote The Wicked and the Divine. Okay. So what, what, is it just die? Is there any volume or anything? Let me see how many issues are on the website. It's an ongoing issue right now, or volume, or story right now. Oh, okay. A second, I'll see. All right. There's eight issues out already. Um... I'm going to guess it's probably the first five are volume one. All right. I'm checking, trying to check Amazon real quick. Yeah, one through five. All right. One through five, then. Just die. Wow. Sounds uh, edgy. So I want to read Friday the 13th, and that is the uh, DC Comics 2007 version of Friday the 13th. I think that sounds interesting that it's a uh, DC comics, but I think there's I only a uh, DC had the rights. That's crazy. Yeah. I guess they had it in 2007. It's only six issues. So I guess just all of them. I like that Michael Myers one so much. I want to see if the, the Friday the 13th one will also be good. We're going to have a try. So I guess uh, that's it then. So join us next week for die volume one, I guess issues one to five. Uh, Friday the 13th from DC Comics from 2007 and Stumptown, the, uh, I guess, premiere, and we'll talk about that. I wonder if there's a Stumptown podcast. I'll have to check. That'd be interesting if there was. No, that's ABC. That's on ABC. That's, ABC podcast. That's not a DC one. <laughs> yeah. The, the Marvel TV network. That's ours. So we'll be, we'll be introducing that one. What is Stumptown from? Is that a Marvel book? Or is that it's a, from Oni Press, but no, it's okay, on ABC. Okay, so, so ABC is owned by Disney and Marvel. So I got to find Oni TV Radio or uh, Oni TV Podcast yeah, Oni. Network. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sure that's one of well, those. Well, we're gonna start it. That'll be ours. Well, yeah, that and Marvel, we've claimed them both.
talking yeah. about that shit. I like that Oni idea. You got to find the find the niche. That's our niche, right there. We'll get right in there. Here you go. We'll be reading, Here you go, we'll assholes. Be all of Scott Pilgrim every other month. Just that's right. Like fill time. <laughs> uh, I mean, Scott Pilgrim, six gone. Fuck it. Yeah, we're doing Oni Press. Okay, Snot Girl. What's that you last one? To read. Snot Girl. Oh, that sounds gross. It's, it's by Brian that. Leo Malley. I I don't want to read that one. It's by the guy who made Scott Pilgrim, so it's yeah, probably I know, decent. But, eh, I don't know. But All it right. is gross, yes. Yeah, it sounds gross. All right, so uh, join us next week for uh, Oni Radio and uh, for Giraffe-tober. Hit that drop. Giraffe-tober. <laughs> and All you right, can find yeah. me on the internet at God Anywhere. Pipe it in. That'll be me. All right. You can find me on the internet at Donnie Ohm. And you can find us on the internet at Giraffes HBT Pod. That's on Twitter and Facebook. You can go to patreon.com slash giraffes have black tongues if you want to uh, give us money. And please leave us reviews on iTunes. That would be very helpful for our show. Thank you very much for yeah, doing that. Yeah, five stars. Yeah, five stars all the way. Finally, go to soundcloud.com slash Daniel Burbank for this music that you're hearing right now. Uh, That's it. So we'll see you guys next week. Bye. I miss shitting on podcasts. Yeah, we were out of our element tonight. We didn't trash anyone else's uh, hard work. It feels weird. <laughs> but, Fuck you, Andy. Yeah, with with a lot of those uh, DC TV podcasts, like it's it's not really hard work that they're that a lot of them are doing. It's just like droning on and on about an episode with no format and uh, no editing, so, so it's not like that hard of work. Like, but, but right before I sent you that message, I tried to search to see if I could find that Watchmen one to just listen to it. Yeah. I, I thought it was DC TV, like all one word. Uh-huh. So I typed that into like the podcast app thing and like search for it and I'm getting no results. I'm like, what the fuck am I missing here? DC TV podcast. And I keep like researching for it. And then finally I, I break up DC and TV into two separate words and then podcast into its own third one. And I'm like, oh, motherfucker. Okay. Oh. And then I found it. I thought it was just uh, DC TV was one one word, and then podcast. I thought, I thought that's how they did it too, but I don't know if maybe it changed or maybe I don't know why I couldn't find it when I was searching that way. Yeah, I don't know. Definitely weird. Yeah, I did find it. Like I typed in Watchmen to uh, the podcast player that I was have that I use, and there are so many results for Watchmen. There's a lot of Watchmen podcasts. Oh yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't search for just Watchmen. Well, it, it seemed to work for just the other to ones. See if they had one on their network. Yeah, it seemed to work on the other ones though. Which I, I could just type in Supergirl, and it's like, oh, there it is, Supergirl podcast by DC TV. But it was just different. Let's see, DC TV podcast. Like they had like Watchmen episode like zero part five. So I think they were like introducing characters or something maybe from like the Watchmen world I don't know what those were I didn't listen to any of them but that was the only one I saw 
Yeah, I think I know what you're talking that about. That was from like last week or something. Oh yeah, fuck, you're right. You have to you have to space it out. That's weird. Wow, look at all these shows. Top notch, top notch network right there. I want to see how many mm-hmm. we've done. Got Arrow, The Flash, Supergirl. We've done those. Legends of Tomorrow. We haven't listened to the podcast for that one. Hmm, that could be fun. Black Lightning too. That one when we got Krypton, we got oh shit, Titans, who, we got who hosts the Black Lightning one? Oh, I don't know. Oh, what else? Do we, we can we can trash those. Yeah, we, we got we got lots of things to trash. Yeah, damn. <laughs> Thank wow. God, we're back in our element. Dude, DC TV is like really, it's just a gift that keeps on giving. Like they 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 are just constantly putting out shit that we can listen to and have a laugh. Yeah, I I appreciate you guys. Come on the show. You're you're welcome. Yeah, I appreciate. You're our it. best friends in the yeah. podcast world. We That's love right. you guys and respect you. Exactly. Hard work. <laughs> we're trying a, to be the next you. You inspire yeah. us every day. Just a little roasting we're doing. That's all. It's all in good fun. Yeah. Yeah. Just good friends making having jabs at each other you know how it is good friends having good times yeah that's uh what we're doing togetherness yeah it's a little joshing that's all it is yeah yeah wait i want to i want to look for Stumptown one talking shit here yeah I, hopefully there'll be a Stumptown one so we can just bash that i mean i mean the premiere was like a month ago so there are probably like four or five episodes so there has to be a podcast by now Oh, there's a the Stump Town podcast. Let's see. Fuck yes. Okay. Oh yeah, you also made fun of the Hellboy one too. Remember? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Wait, what about the Hellboy? Oh, that was a. You found that one in like? No, that one was a. No, talked about it. I just found uh, a review of the Hellboy movie. I think from these guys. I didn't actually listen to it, but no, I found one. What does an army veteran, criminal investigation, and Portland, Oregon have in common? ABC's Stumptown. Aw, shit. This is the after show. Uh, yeah. This is the Stumptown After Buzz TV After Show podcast. Yeah. Wow. Perfect. Okay. I'm, I'm surprised this exists. That's a. Let's put that in the queue there. Hold, there we go. Save that for later. There's another one called Stumptown Vegans podcast. So I guess that's a. No, that's the one we should be going with. Portland and vegan food. Yeah, it's like they didn't. Oh, they yeah. didn't. They didn't mention like the characters or, or the story at all in this podcast. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> this is weird. They started episode twelve. <laughs> what? What the fuck? Wait, wait what? <laughs> Their first episode is episode twelve. <laughs> oh, is it just like most recent episode first? Oh fuck! This is this. Uh, this they stopped putting out episodes in twenty eleven. This oh, probably this probably sounds like a serial killer recorded it. Like podcasts oh back then, know, like, sound what awful. Place to get my, uh, these are all going to be like outdated and like closed down, like vegan shops. I'm guessing. So <laughs> how am I going to know what to? The first episode is when I go out there. Vegan wine discussion and local chocolate review. Wow. Ooh. The last episode is what's going on. What is this? <laughs> they play catch up while discussing current events in the vegan world in 2011. Dining with allergies and recent Portland culinary happenings. Wow. I really I really wish that the like what's going on catch up episode was from like seven years later. Like oh, yeah. that one just came out like four months ago. No, this this one came out about a year after their the previous episode, so that's what's going on. Wow, damn. It's also Stumptown Games. Podcast by Stumptown Ooh. Games. 
It's also weird. It has like there's episode four and episode five, and that's it. Man, this is like I, I'm like discovering a new world over here. Portland yeah, okay. podcasts. Yeah, I guess so. But they're like, I'm surprised there's not more Portland podcasts. Because if that's the nickname for Portland, like, why wouldn't they have more podcasts about that? Also, Rip City. Oh, Rip City. Check Rip City. You might find some about the Trailblazers, their basketball team. I'm gonna look for Oni Press podcasts. <laughs> Let's see how this is. Best, best of the rest. It's an indie comics podcast. Wait, do they just list off a bunch of things here? If it's indie, no, I'm sure they talk about. They probably do, but press. it's not not as cool. Let's look for. What if I just they probably have a lot of image shelf on their site too, but probably not as good yeah. reviews as ours. Probably not. Fucking immediately trademark that we're the Image Comics Skybound uh, podcast network. We're the official spot to go to for Robert Kirkman releases. There is an Image Comics podcast with like the host. They they had I listened to one episode and I I meant to bring it in a long time ago, but then I kind of forgot about it. But it was like this host talking about. Um, wait, hold on. Let me see this. Let me let me see if I can bring up the description so I remember who it was. But it's like the host talking to this uh, porn star, and I think like somebody who know and some like a porn star and someone else, and um, the host barely said anything, and it was mostly like this dude agreeing with this porn star because uh, I think he's trying to bang her. He would like say stuff, and she's like, "Well, I don't think that." And he'd be like, "Oh yeah, I don't think that either." Like you know that kind of thing. He keeps like changing. It's <laughs> a fucking cuck. It's great, man. And that was like the final episode. So I think this episode was so fucking bad that they, uh, yeah. Okay. So it's a uh, episode four of mirror image and it's, it's, uh, it's, it's about Dean, uh, Haspiel and Stoya. Okay. So Stoya. Yeah. I think that's the porn star's name, but it's like in this episode of mirror image, the red hook cartoonist Dean, um, has, uh, I hate this name. Haspiel chats with writer, actress and pornographer Stoya about sex in comics and the pair's journey through digital media and creator owned freedom. So they just like talk about a bunch of weird like shit that is not normal and they pretend that it is normal. So I would recommend reading this. So they, they made a comic book together though. I think so. Yeah. I think that's what it is. Maybe we should read that at some point. We should absolutely be reading that. (laughs) And then I could talk about what they say, what these assholes are saying. Oh yeah, I would I would listen to that again. Let's let me do that. The Red Hook. Yeah, and then that was the final episode, which is my favorite part. <laughs> like, what the hell was that? The host barely said anything too. It was it was so weird. It's just like a conversation between two assholes. And the host will like occasionally chime in with some nonsense. Uh maybe ask a question and then they'll like talk for like twenty minutes <laughs> together and without the host. Really weird. But all right, stay tuned for that, everyone. Well, they're the creative team. Yeah, they are creative. They've got that. They've got a working chemistry, unlike uh, that random host guy. Fuck that guy. Yeah, Dean Stoyovsky. Yeah, fuck him. Stoya, please be our guest next week. Yeah, what up, Stoya? Open invite. Stoya, find Dave on Tinder. Yeah. <laughs> the old man Logan of Tinder, girl. <laughs> you know what it is. Hit me up. Are you talking with your mouth full over there? What the fuck? <laughs> I'm eating dinner now. Yeah. Oh wow. Nice. I've been for the last like 20 minutes. I, I noticed. I noticed. 
dude, it's like 3 a.m. I'm fucking driving. <laughs> I, I, I think your mic won't pick it up, but your phone mic definitely does pick up all the crinkling <laughs> of the, whatever you're eating. <laughs> well, I've got rappers, yeah. I stopped to Taco Bell on my way home. Oh, shit, Taco kinda Bell? Like, I kind of like set it off to the side, but it's all cold now, and I'm like, oh, fuck this, I gotta eat. I gotta go to bed soon. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I got it. All right, we'll end it there then. Enjoy your Taco Bell. Thanks.